Welcome back to Super Rankings, where you can stay for Superman. Uh, for stay for the Mannheim? Yeah, you know, Mannheim's, you know, we didn't, we didn't, uh, I don't know, are we still doing Anthony Rankings? Because there were some mooks. There were, but I feel like that belonged to Batman. I, okay, I'm, I'm going to concur. Super Rankings has to have, and it's got to be fluid. You and I have to come up with it naturally. Yeah. And I think... Mook rankings belong in the Batman world. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to concur. I feel like we've done that science. Yeah. And like all science, you know, once once it's done once, you set it aside, never test it again because <laughs> it's incontrovertible. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly how science works. Exactly. So we're we're here. We're here to talk about Superman. But but before that, so yesterday, Kenny, uh, I. I had a surprise day off. I was supposed to go to to go up to Phoenix and do some respite stuff, and it got canceled at the last minute. Uh-huh. I spent all day yesterday binging this show called Invincible. Have you seen Invincible at all or heard of it? My uh, one of my bosses at uh, at the Ritz, he was telling me he's three episodes in, and he says, "Kenny, you got to check this out." It is so. He told me not to watch it in front of my kiddos, though. So do not. Okay. Absolutely, do not. Because it looked like it's a cartoon, but it's an adult. Yeah, thing, I so guess it's, it's on Amazon Prime. It is by the same producers as The Boys, which is to say Seth Rogen and other guy that nobody remembers because Evan Goldberg. Okay, Kenny knows. He's, <laughs> they're actually they're going to work together. They're redoing uh, Ninja Turtles. Oh, nice! So I, I would watch Ninja Turtles done by those two. I hope Seth Rogen does a voice. I don't know <laughs> which turtle he'd do. He probably won't, but I think he should do one. Or <laughs> voice Splinter. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> Just picture that rat with voice. By <laughs> Seth Rogen makes me laugh. I'm I'm all about it. <laughs> This show feels like so. First of all, it's forty-five minutes, which is weird for an animated. You go twenty-two with that, yeah. You know, animation's expensive, but they said, "Fuck it, forty-five minute episodes." This is prestige TV, man. It's it's Amazon. They got money. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. (laughs) You can tell if it were twenty-two episodes, the animation would just be banging the whole time. At forty-five minutes, about half the time, this is some you know. Anytime there's an action scene, they they shell out for that good animation. Uh-huh. Anytime it's just a people talking scene, everything gets real stilted real quick. Uh, okay. You can tell they're having to cut some corners to do what they wanted to do. Okay. But tonally, it's it's like every scene they're rolling some dice. Oh shit. We forgot to roll the dice last episode. Oh well. Hold on, hold on. No, we 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 gotta do this. Let <laughs> <laughs> uh, me find you a little box set to do this in. We already forgot our gimmick. We're two episodes in. We forgot our gimmick. We're the worst. God damn it. This is why we'll never be legitimate it's podcasters. O- it's okay. Podcasting is time travel. I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll splice this into the last episode. I'll okay, always do be it. waiting tables at the Ritz. Here we go. Okay. Okay. It's a six. We're safe. We do not have to pause the recording, watch an episode <laughs> of Mummies Alive, and then... <laughs> And then continue. Just hearing you say that out loud is fun. (laughs) Mummy's alive. (laughs) I can't wait. I remember that show being being weird and dumb and amazing. I remember it being like a essentially a a giant toy commercial. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But but we're not here to talk about Mummy's Alive. Not yet. I was about to say before I got onto dice. It's like every scene of Invincible. They 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 roll a six-sided die and they've got a little chart on their wall for what tone it's going to be. Oh, okay. Roll the dice. 
okay, this time it's this is gonna be like like Stan Lee era Spider Man where he's trying to date and juggle his superhero life and and oh no, he told Betty Brant he would be there but he can't make it and she's mad. Uh. And then they roll the dice again. Okay, now it's now it's gonna be like Silver Age Superman flying power fantasy. Christopher Reeves up in the air. All right, roll the dice again. Oh, this scene's the boys. It's just torture porn. <laughs> Let's do this. Just gore everywhere. It's uh, it's Robert Kirkman, the writer of The Walking Dead. Uh-huh. Uh, this is another of his comics. Yeah, and I guess he also has a writing credit or some kind of executive producer he's got some kind of input on the show he's a big wig over at image comics so yeah it's it's weird man i would i would highly recommend it with the lovely wife put the kids to bed maybe enjoy some things that just got legalized in our in our great state of arizona (laughs) (laughs) it's i don't know that it's always good but it's just this weird remixed variety platter of the entire history of of what superheroes are from you're never quite sure how ironic it's being also the animation kind of looks like boondocks if you ever watched that show i have yeah yeah like it's gonna i I think it's the character designs have a real boondocks feel to them okay so yeah but but that's not what we watched to and I just had a... Oh, God. I burped while I was talking. I'm sorry. Bad podcast bin. Bad podcast bin. <laughs> Kenny, today we watched a little piece of home. That's right. From Superman, the animated series. We did. So we open up, and, and it's Lex Luthor. He's in the mix. He's dedicating this new museum. It's got fancy security systems with laser electricity zaps and... Uh, He's he said, "Yeah, this is this is going to be great. I'm going to give back to the people of Metropolis cuz I'm a I'm a good guy as far as you or anyone else knows." He's not, but he's, yeah. We'll <laughs> deal with that later. It looks good in front of the public and the press is there. Mm-hmm. We're all meant to, you know, like see this unveiling. Uh, but meanwhile, we've got people uh, sneaking in to steal stuff. Yeah, yeah, they they Got in through the sewers and blew a hole in the floor, and uh, we're we're getting some real prominent shots as they're going around trying to steal stuff of of this big dinosaur model, this big T Rex model. Yeah, it's, uh, the the visual storytelling is is really laying it on thick. Hey kids, you want to see a T Rex fight? Yeah, you're gonna see a T Rex fight later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's you know obviously there's uh, Superman can hear. Uh, bad thing is going on, so he goes in to stop the criminals, and you get a fun, you know, him fighting with criminals and them trying to fight back. Yeah, he's he's toying with yeah. them. He's doing his, his thing where they try to run away, and he does his super speed flying and shows up right in front of them with his arms folded, and they run the other way, and he zips around, and now he's blocking them that way. <laughs> he's mocking them, too. Openly mocking them. Yep, he's, he's having fun. He's enjoying himself until he does one of these super speed zippy zaps and gets a little too close to this one mysterious rock exhibit, this geology something... All of a sudden, Superman doesn't feel so good. Yeah, and so the goons, they kind of notice it. And uh, one of the goons even said, "Is like, should we help him? And the guy was like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's explained this to you yet, but he is Superman and we are criminals. Yeah. We are going to run away from him. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, the criminals, they get away. Yep, Lex opens the door of the museum and Superman comes stumbling out weak and saying, Thieves, I, tr- I-, I tried. Lex is pissed. He says, Well, you didn't try hard enough. Yeah. Why, why don't you call the cops? You know, it's kind of their job, you jerk. 
he's not wrong. <laughs> but still, <laughs> these uh, these these mooks are named Nito and Sam Corrali. They're they're known known thieves, and and Lex uh, sees them on the security camera of the museum. Tells Mercy Graves, ah, Mercy. <laughs> First appearance of Mercy Graves in this show. Yes. Lex's right-hand woman, the Harley to his Joker. Yes. And just like Harley is very ebullient and and, and bouncy, Mercy is very, very uh, uh, professional, shall we say. She looks like a limo driver. She does. She's wearing like a... Like a double-breasted button-up jacket with these uh, these tight gray pants. And and she just looks like, yeah, like she'd just be driving them around. Maybe uh, maybe the, the Alfred to his Batman might be uh, yeah. only, you know, sexy Bruce Tim designed yeah. <laughs> Alfred. <laughs> but Lex tells her, yeah, I know those guys. They're jerks. Take care of them. Yeah. But he sees Superman get weakened and says, huh, something about that exhibit did this. These rocks that apparently we didn't know what the hell they were or what their significance was. We just thought they looked pretty, so we put them in a museum. Turns out, we're, I'm going to have some scientists look at this. Yeah, and uh, the scientists <laughs> Just ask this, scientician. Uh, the scientists they, you know, play around with the rocks, and they find out it's made of a material that's not from Earth. Ingredients of Happy Fun Ball include an unknown glowing substance which fell to Earth, presumably from outer space. Yep, not from this solar system even. And, and one of the scientists who goes by Peterson, he says, well, this... This could be useful for all mankind and, and science. We could do good things. Very vague, non-specific good things could we do with these rocks? Who knows? Could Probably. be an alternative fuel source, maybe? Or I, Has anybody tried eating them yet? Maybe they're delicious. I, mean, I don't know. I don't I'm know just that's, a scientist. That's what science is for. You test that shit. Yeah, no. my hypothesis is that I could eat these rocks. <laughs> Warning. Pregnant women, the elderly, and children under 10 should avoid prolonged exposure to Happy Fun Ball. You know somebody <laughs> ate a rock once, and because he died, we found out you don't eat rocks. Yes, but but these are new rocks, <laughs> alien rocks. Maybe they taste like chocolate pudding. I, we don't know. Test that shit. Yeah, but Lex says, well, I'm more interested in, in their Superman killing properties is, a, is the thing. So, uh... Uh, you work for me, fuck you, shut your mouth, I'm gonna go kill Superman. And the scientist's like, okay, but not really. Yeah, <laughs> not he's really a sneaky kids. scientist. Uh, he gets in contact with Lois Lane and wants to give her the full scoop. Yeah, she's got some kind of weird Star Trek communicator device that he calls her on. With this, this piece that, like, flips out and you talk into it, it, it almost looks like a cell phone. Yeah. Except that those are obviously uh, just rectangles that are all screen. And this thing has buttons and, like, like long extendy bits that pull out <laughs> from them. Which presumably serve some purpose. I don't know. This is more of this weird steampunk retro tech that never existed in real life as I far as I can I liked it when cell phones when, you, when you'd hang up you'd flip it yeah because you could do it so angrily like oh, I told you to sell those sell those shares and you could flick yeah that ends the call like it a feels boss. like every generation of telephones has been a downgrade like okay the, the rotary dial to buttons that was good <laughs> that was that was good because those <laughs> things were a pain in the ass but everything since then like now you're flipping them to hang up? No, you you hang the thing back on the cradle. You can't slam down a flip phone. Remember the phone from the Matrix? Uh, you click a thing and the the bottom extended out like like a switchblade. Yeah, man, those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> 
regardless, yeah, Peterson calls up Lois and and says, yeah, he's just got this weird rock, and I don't know, it's it's, it's but I, I got a little piece of it, and if you want the news scoops, then then you gotta meet me. And uh, meanwhile, Lex is meeting with with a mook. I don't, I don't think he ever gets a name. I just called him Bodybuilder Man really, in my notes. Yeah. He punches a punching bag, and he's in shape. He even, you know, kind of hits on Mercy. Mercy ain't having it. Yeah, Mer- Mercy does a does a sweet roundhouse and knocks his punching bag right off its hook. And this is we find out Mercy is is deadly. Yeah, she's, she's a goddamn ninja. <laughs> she is. She looks like this, you know attractive model but no she can fisticuffs with the best of them yeah lex would like you to think she's just arm candy but she's a badass she's stone cold i also like this about lex like if what he really wanted to do if he thought this stood a chance of actually killing superman on the first try he'd be sending his a-team he'd be sending mercy to go do this yeah he's sending this body builder mook instead because i think in the back of his little bald dome he's thinking you know superman's pretty he's pretty crafty He's, he's probably, you know, this might not be, this might not be the one that gets him. So I'm going to send this little more expendable mook after him this time. Well, apparently this mook used to be a, a thief and uh, him and his gang, uh, they kind of retired because Superman showed up. And they're like, nah, we ain't messing around with that. And Lex is like, well, I have a plan. Yes. Yeah, Hear me out. I, I want you to get caught by Superman. Yeah. All right. <laughs> See, I'm going to you know, tap in the forehead. He can't catch you by surprise if you're expecting him to catch you. You get you. You feel me? So the elaborate plan is a heist in which uh, this we have no name. We'll just call him Jetpack McGee. Yeah, good old Jetpack McGee. He's got some <laughs> some tertiary Jetpack mooks. He's got his crew, and they're gonna go hold up uh, these machine gun wielding uh, officials. I have no idea if this is anything that ever happens in real life, but they're. They're transferring over some plates for minting money. Yeah, on this diplomatic mission. I something. I I don't know you, but they're landing a helicopter on a rooftop so that they can hand over the plates so that the commissioner of the mint can go make money. Like, yeah. not, not, not like you would. Oh, Minnie's Minnie's very angry yes. about, about counterfeiting. Yeah. <laughs> she is not. Counterfeiting is a crime. You wouldn't download a $100 bill, would you? No. That's money piracy. So, yeah. (laughs) Speaking of piracy, these guys steal it. Yeah. Jetpack crew. Jetpack mooks swoop in and and grab the plates. They're flying off. They got flamethrowers, too. Yeah. And I, I love this chase sequence that follows because, of course, Superman, you know, he's, he's chasing them through the air. And the first mook has a, has a flamethrower, and Superman just tanks the flamethrower shots, and this real jazzy music is happening yes, in the background. The I music, love it. I almost forgot. Thank you for bringing it up. Yeah. Super, uh, I don't know, like 40s, 50s vibe. Yeah, and, and Superman takes down the flamethrower mook. No trouble. Not a problem. He spins around and hangs him on a flagpole for the cops to find later. Second Mook has this this gun that shoots out like steel cables, and he ties Superman up. Superman says, mm, "Oh, I don't I don't know if you've heard of me. Last son of Krypton. <laughs> I get I get this real dope juice from the yellow sun, and your steel cables suck. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna bust out. I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna catch your next cable shot and huck it back at you, and drop you next to looks like just a beat cop like swinging his billy club around, like probably giving parking tickets. Like yeah. oh." 
I guess I gotta take this guy in now. It's so comic booky. Yeah. It's great. It's, oh yeah, in the best way. Everything possible. about this, there's jetpack goons yeah. for crying out loud. And, and Superman's dropping him. Ah, it's like a freaking I don't know how to describe it. It's Superman. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. <laughs> but the third goon, the, the main jetpack McGee, he's and every time every time Superman takes down a goon too, you see one of uh, one of Lex's like sunglass and suit, like men in black looking motherfuckers looking up at the sky and talking into his earpiece and saying, yep, that's checkpoint one. Yeah. You're getting the Superman seems like he's winning, but you know, this is all part of Lex's plan. He's, he's smart and you can tell cause he's bald. His brain is so big. There's no room for <laughs> hair on that dome. Yeah. He pushed all the hair out with his big Lex brain. And uh, yeah, so they, they wind up in a, it's a construction site. A building that is it's still just basically beams. Yeah. Uh, jetpack guy has kryptonite or the rock. Yeah. That uh, is hanging above the, the glowing the green rock. If you've ever <laughs> seen or heard of anything Superman related, you know what this is. But it hasn't gotten a name yet. <laughs> uh, Superman goes to fight the last guy, but the the glowing green rock make him sad, make him feel bad. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, he's, 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 you know, falling down to his knees. Looks like he's about to faint. Looks like he's about to puke. And Jetpack McGee is, is punching him. He's having a great old time just kicking Superman's ass. But he kicks his ass right to the edge of this skyscraper where, where he, he had lured him. And Lex is watching through, like, closed-circuit security camera, talking to Jetpack McGee on his earpiece, saying, No, 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 you're, you're getting him too far away from the rock. This was just a test. You didn't, you don't want to do this. You should probably get out of there now. Jetpack McGee says, No, I'm going to fucking kill Superman. I'm going to be the guy. <laughs> and Superman tackles him off of that building, which gets them far enough away from the rock that he gets his powers back, swoops him back up. Jetpack McGee's going to jail. Deal with it. That's right. And uh, he, we all, we start to find out that Rock is uh, the cause of his, you know, illness, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Clark Kent meets with Lois Lane at, at a diner, and she's pulling out uh, pulling out this tiny little bit of of the glowing green Rock uh, to to show him and and bring him up to speed on what's going on. And Clark Kent's feeling not so not so good at the diner here. Yeah. And Lois says... He's got to play cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's trying to play it off like he's just got a cold because we wouldn't want our, our brilliant investigative reporter to put two... To put, let's face it, one and one together. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Superman got real weak when this is around and all of a sudden you're not feeling so good there, Smallville. Also, you look exactly like him. Oh, don't there start that again. Well, the glasses. Oh, you're right. The glasses. <laughs> but anyway, Lois is like, uh, I'm going to go follow up on this story. And she makes, she's got to-go food and she says to the uh, waitress, uh, give him chicken noodle soup and some juice and some, some tea. He's got a cold. Ha, ha, ha. He doesn't have a cold. It's just his kryptonite. Yeah. So Clark turns back into Superman, decides to go back and do his, uh, do his hovering outside Lex's window thing with his arms folded. And Lex uh, opens up his, his little window and says, Oh, hi. Oh, hi there, Superman. Hey, I've, I've, got a, I've got a funny idea. What if you just left me the fuck alone or I will murder you with this glowing green rock what I got now? What if, what if we did that, though? No deal. No deal. No Superman deal. gets right up in Can't his face it. and says, Nope, I don't make deals with criminals. And I'm sitting there thinking, 
just kiss already. <laughs> They're, they are like nose to nose, and all I want, all I want is for Superman to lay a big smooch on Lex, because it's the kind of thing Bugs Bunny would do. Thanks. <laughs> but he doesn't. He doesn't, no. One of these days, he's going to give him a big kiss. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We've got so much more of this show to go. <laughs> but uh, meanwhile, Lois has given a sample of the, of the green rock to Dr. Emil Hamilton, Hamilton of Star Labs. Yes. This is going to be another one of our recurring characters. Keep an eye on this boy. And through the testing, he finds out it's not of this world. Yep. It's uh, from the planet Krypton. He yeah. calls it Kryptonite. That's where we get our term. Yep. And he also discovers that the specific mechanism by which it makes Superman weak is uh, radiation. It got irradiated during the long trip to Earth. And this radiation can be blocked by lead. So there you go, kids. Yep. We've, we've got the rules of, of this new substance uh, laid down. We've got uh, all the dominoes are set up. It's time to knock some over and, and wrap up this plot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it turns out, well, Lois gets a phone call. And it's from the guy who was the insider yeah, uh, scientist. Peterson. He is saying, like, hey, let's meet. Let's, let's do a story, but we got to do it right now. Yeah, yeah. He says the LexCorp guys, they're, they're on to something. They're, they're going to be able to make synthetic kryptonite and just produce as much of it as they want. we got to stop them. you got to come meet me in, in the museum because of reasons. This is not a trap. No. No. But it's a trap. It's totally a trap. It's Lex a big Luther trap. is making him do it. <laughs> yes, he, made the, he found out the scientist betrayed him, so he made him set up a trap for Lois. By the way, we forgot to mention, Lois and Lex used to date. Yep. This has nothing to do with anything and will never come up again. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> so it's a trap. Yep, and, and Lex says, okay, mercy, mercy will see you home, Peterson. And yeah. Peterson says, no, no, I'm, I'm good. I did what you wanted, so I'll, I'll see myself home. And Lex says, no, mercy will see you home. <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, mercy goes off and murders this scientician in cold blood. Yeah. Uh, we don't see him for the rest of the episode, I don't think. No, I think he's gone. He's dead. Yeah. Deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we go back to the... Uh, Museum. Yep, Lois, uh, Lois, and Superman. Superman swooped in and and you know got got the lowdown from Doctor Hamilton. Hamilton. He's going to accompany Lois to the museum because clearly that's where Superman needs to be is wherever kryptonite is found. Right. <laughs> and uh, there is kryptonite and uh, a robot T Rex. Remember the Remember robot T Rex? There he's back. S- Superman's going to fight him. <laughs> Big steel shutters are coming down. Superman's weak because there's the kryptonite just right in the middle of the floor. He's blocked in. But Superman remembers the tour of the museum that happened earlier. This, uh, this, this ancient civilization that one of these artifacts came from, a cup, uh, they all died of uh, lead poisoning. Let's get that kryptonite in the cup. Yeah. Post haste. But Superman can't do it. That's That shit's deadly. He's got to stay away from it. If only there was a Lois Lane who's real good at basketball. There is a Lois Lane, and she is good at basketball. That, that was established earlier this episode when she was throwing crumpled up pieces of paper into the trash can. It's the same thing. She's great at it. So she takes the kryptonite, shoots two points. Yeah. And uh, the crowd goes wild. I am the champion. Yeah. 
Yep, Superman beats up the robot T-Rex. He rips its robot jaws off. And he crumples the, the lead cup so that it's totally sealing in the kryptonite so that he can handle it safely. Walks outside, chucks it into orbit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Lois Lane's like, hey, I saved your life. And Superman's like, yep, thank you for saving my life. And uh, so Lois says, how about a story? And yeah. Superman says, okay, I'll give you a story, but don't talk about the kryptonite. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> and so don't publish it. There's, there's, there's this great, uh, I wish I remembered the title, but it was a Batman Superman comic book. 2004 Superman slash Batman Volume 7, Issues 44 to 49, The Search for Kryptonite. Where Superman decides to, uh, uh, decides to round up all the kryptonite on Earth and get rid of it. And he asks Batman for help, and he says to Batman, you don't, you don't understand what it's like living in a world where there's this stuff that can just kill you at, e- at any time. And Batman just <laughs> looks at him like, let bullets do that to me, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I can tie from any number of... Yeah, <laughs> son of a bitch. It could be the Penguin, it could be Riddler, it could be just some guy who got lucky. Yeah, yeah. Anthony could get a stray shot off and that's it. I don't believe it. Hips McManus. Yeah. I'm never going to forget that name. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's too late to rename my son? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as the episode closes, we get a shot of some dig site out in the desert somewhere of LexCorp individuals searching through these rocks, and one of them holds out a rock and says, "Is this it, boss?" And the other one says, "No, you idiot! It's got to be glowing and green." Okay. The camera pans over. And there's another chunk of kryptonite. This is not the last we've seen of it, because, spoilers, it needs to come out anytime we need to put Superman in physical danger. Yes. <laughs> it's a very open-ended episode, because you know that stuff's coming back. Yep. Thus ends a little piece of home. Kenny, does this episode hold up? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I love this episode. It's got that jazzy music. It's got this fast pace it's important because we learn about kryptonite it's yep. essential for future stories yep introduces it, some characters who will show up later mercy graves is awesome ah, mercy! <laughs> it's a fun little bit where he's at the diner feeling sick but he has to pretend he's doing okay even though there's kryptonite right in front of him yep. it's fun it's a fun yeah. episode it's, it's tightly plotted always uh, leaving little breadcrumbs and, and little Chekhov's guns for things that'll show up again later Clancy Brown always amazing oh, always a delight this episode's <laughs> great yeah so I guess there's not much else to do but to boot up the science machine alright get, get in here into Star Labs they've got all the good science machines I like it in here yeah it's, it's much more brightly lit than our last laboratory everything looks very oceanic very 50s feel yeah yeah it's like, it's, it's like being on a really good ocean liner not the Titanic but one of the ones that didn't sink yeah one of the good ones yeah <laughs> so uh you know what we didn't put our lab on and take our pants off last time. Is that going to be a Batman thing too? You know, that's a, that's a rankings thing. Yeah. Okay. I think right. we should do that. All right. So so this this time and next time and for the rest of time, as long as we're ranking things, let's put our lab coats on and our pants is off. Woo! It's good to be in the same room as you. Yeah. You look great. Oh. I'm, you've been working out. I can tell. <laughs> it's a lot of stairs at work. Yeah. Yeah. Like my calves. Oh, very nice. Thank you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to go ahead and just, just hold out my laptop. Take a deep breath, Kenny, because okay. the list 
is twice as long as last week. Let me grab my sponsored Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah, take a sip. Mm. You need it. Refreshing. All right. Last of the Krypton Fun and Games. Wow, good job. You didn't stumble at all, Harley. I did it. You were... I did a good job. You're way better at this than I was. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Now, last time we didn't have to. We had only one decision to make. Mm-hmm. We got to pull out yield random number generator. Again. Oh, RNG Jesus is back. Yeah. This is this is uh, RNG Jesus 2.0. See, this is the sign of a good sequel. We, we keep familiar things, but we expand on it. Yeah. All right. Now this this iteration of RNG is this is is just a robot arm that flips a coin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we have to roll a dice for this one? Um, af- after the science segment. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is this episode a little piece of home better or worse than number one, the last son of Krypton? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real good episode. I like this episode a lot. That episode was big and bombastic and fun and. Yeah, that that one was the total package. I concur. This one's also the total package. That was a slightly bigger total package. Um, phrasing? So that gives us just one more decision left to make. Is this episode, A Little Piece of Home, better or worse than number two, Fun and Games? Um, hmm, you know, both are pretty on par. I kind of liked the Toy Man concept. I'm going to go with Toy, uh, Toy Man. I like the Toy Man concept. I think... Th- I, Think this one was just better constructed, though. It did have that jazzy music. Yeah, that chase scene, that second act rocket aerial back. chase scene. Yeah. Like, oh, what was the Roxy Rocket episode? The ultimate thrill. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, like, we we consistently gave that one high marks for those aerial chase scenes being kind of all it had to recommend it. This aerial chase scene is better than anything in that whole episode, and it's just. That's just the second act. Yeah. It also has Superman fighting a robot T-Rex. You know what? You sold me. All right. Marking it down. (laughs) Not today, Reginald. Reginald is still working with us, by the way. Yes. uh, You you know what, Reginald? Uh, uh, You get an extra piece of salmon with dinner tonight. There you go. Good Reginald. Yeah. Good Reginald. Good boy. (laughs) (laughs) I like it when he spins around his chair with his little smile. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Such my, a guy. My Such papa's praised me. Wee! <laughs> Thank you, Papa. You're welcome, Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see what we've got next time. Next time on Super Rankings, we've got Season 1, Episode 6, Feeding Time. Do you remember this episode, Kenny? Nope. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> not, not by title, but looking at the description, uh, it looks like this is going to be Parasite. Do you remember that guy? Oh, yes. Oh, God. Then great. Yeah. So uh, he's he's a purple boy. He steals powers. He's I got, remember uh, that episode very well then, if yeah. that's the case. Yeah, I seem to recall this being the one that was like, we talk about those ones that were always on back that's in the, the day. One, yeah. Yeah. So I, I say that'll be next week, but... And blow on some other guy's dice. We've got some dice we got to roll to find oh, out for sure. Because okay. it could also be Mummies Alive. <laughs> so, so next week will be episode four of Super Rankings. The rule is if you roll a four or lower, we'll do Mummies Alive. Okay. Five or above, and we do Feeding Time. Okay. 
right, we're getting our scientific box with our scientific dice. All right, do the honor, sir. With my scientific roll. That's a seven. Okay. All right, it's going to be feeding time. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad. I don't want to do Mummies Alive quite yet. Yeah, I, I feel like we're still getting our feet wet with Superman. Yeah. I like the tension, because every time we do it, it becomes a little more likely. <laughs> yes. You know? But, but yeah, I'm, you know, far be it from me to question the will of R and Jesus. You know? But... Thy will be done. Yeah. But I'm with you. <laughs> I would rather do feeding time, so R and Jesus knows what we need. Yeah. We can trust him. Yeah. <laughs> So that'll be next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Weiske TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton or at HBI2K on Twitter. I did it in the opposite. <laughs> I stumbled. <laughs> but you can always find us. <laughs> also, you can go to EloyStories.com. At the time that I'm uh, recording this, uh, Eloy the Existential Donkey, my children's picture book about grief and loss from a secular perspective. Uh, that is currently on sale. So you go to there, hit the button, uh, buy the book, and you will get it personally shipped and signed by me, the author, for a limited time only. So if you want a signed copy, this is your chance. Because if you sleep too long, I've only got so many copies earmarked for this, then they'll be all sold out. And then you'll have to come find me and track me down if you yeah. want me to sign it. Yeah. And that, that, that involves a plane ticket, probably, depending on where you live. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more expensive. Yeah. So you should just get it right now while it's cheap. And it is a beautiful book. It's very well done. Yeah. It's beautiful artwork and a beautiful story. So definitely check it out. And check us out at anchor.fm slash batrankings, where you can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. You can pledge us one, five, or ten dollars a month. You can leave us a voice message. Or uh, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. All of these things we enjoy. So thank you very much for listening to us. Yes, indeed. And we will see you next week for Feeding Time. Goodbye, everybody. Come on and slam and welcome to the jam. Come on and slam if you want to jam. Come on and slam and welcome to the jam. Come on and slam if you want to jam. Hey, you, what you gonna do? Hey, you, what you gonna do? Hey, you, what you gonna do? You really do slam like you're running just wild. That body work, that body. Make sure you don't hurt nobody. So get wild and lose your mind. Take this thing into overtime. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going now. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance to a dance for the Space Jam. me. Mm-hmm.